the current environment um, is one in which um, interest rates uh, are, are highly uncertain. There's a great deal of debate in markets about the direction and the magnitude of change in interest rates. So we've got much more instability as we try to calculate the value of assets with that again simple formula earnings uh, divided by a discount rate. Um, and the greater uncertainty over the last 15 months has been in interest rates. And that's been the key driver of markets during this time. On this episode of Early Bird, Jeff Fisher, Managing Principal and the Head of Investment Strategy at PPAC Private. Jeff joins the podcast today to talk about what matters more for investors right now, earnings or interest rates, including concerns about how some investors might be getting too complacent with the direction of the Fed. If you're an investor looking to stay on top of the latest market trends, then you're listening to the right podcast. This is Early Bird, and I'm your host, Stephen Lerner. Before we get to today's discussion, let me tell you how you can save time and beat the market through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter featuring commentary about the latest trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and equity crowdfunding. Early Bird is designed to help individual and non-professional investors stay on top of all of the critical investing trends. The newsletter is 100% free and is sent to your email box each weekday morning. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, today's discussion. All right, Jeff, welcome to the Early Bird Podcast. How are you doing today? Doing great, thanks. How are you today? I'm wonderful. Thank you. Uh, today, we're, we're going to talk about what matters more now for investors, earnings or interest rates, it, it, a topic that's especially relevant because we are in the middle of earnings season. But before we do that, Jeff, um, in about 30 seconds or less, what should the audience know about you and your background? Well, um, I, um, I've got responsibility for... Uh, guiding um, our investment strategy at uh, PPAC Private. We're the Wealth Management Division of PPAC Gladstone Bank. Mm-hmm. And um, and I've been uh, doing this with PPAC for five plus years. But before that, um, had co-founded an independent uh, wealth management firm and, and did that for uh, 16 years and merged it into the bank. So uh, been doing this for quite a long time. Wow, your experience is wonderful. Definitely perfect for the topic. We're talking about earnings or interest rates. Um, I guess let's start from there. Right now for investors, second quarter, 2023, what do you think matters more? Is it earnings right now or is it in interest rates? So I think this is kind of a nuanced question and I'm gonna to try to set it up a little bit with uh, just uh, a, a few basic concepts that I think drive this discussion. So how do we think about uh, valuations for stock, a uh, stock, or for the market as a whole, mm. um, and we basically think there are two components to it. This is kind of a, a reductive, uh, but but uh, directionally accurate way to think about it. Uh, we uh, we estimate the future earnings for a company, and then we discount um, those earnings back to today with an assumed rate of interest. Um, so there are our two components um, in valuation, earnings and uh, 
uh, uh, and interest rates. Um, so it sounds simple to do, and it is simple, but it's not easy. And why is it not easy? It's not easy because we're making a whole lot of assumptions when we estimate future earnings. And um, and when we're talking about the future, it's inherently uncertain. So those assumptions um, may be better or worse. But uh, uh, what we know is um, that variables such as future growth rates, margins, new competition, perhaps new regulation, any or all of those could occur in the future and not be built into our estimates of earnings. So, um, so it's a little tricky to um, come up with those earnings estimates. And then for the second component, discount rates, how do we choose the rate at which we discount those future earnings? Um, and um, depending on what rate we use, it would affect our net valuation. Um, and uh, a way to simply think about that is that a dollar of future earnings is a lot more valuable in a 3% interest rate environment than in a 6% uh, uh, interest rate environment. So this issue about uh, interest rates um, has come to the fore in the last year or so because prior to that, we were in uh, a regime in which we had um, low and stable interest rates for a very long time. So we could kind of set it and forget it for a discount rate and work on focus on, on uh, estimating future earnings. That's all changed in the last year and a half. So I'd like to talk a little bit more, bit more about that. Absolutely. I, in fact, let's go right into it. I know interest rates certainly are important, and we, we can talk about sort of their impact on earnings. Um, isn't it true that, and maybe I have this wrong, correct me if I am wrong, but aren't interest rates effectively the, the it sort of have this inverse impact on, on P to E ratios or price to earnings ratios? That's absolutely right, Stephen. The idea there is that... Um, in a low interest rate environment um, where you have uh, relatively uh, modest returns from uh, from safer investments, um, we would place a higher value on, on on risk assets that have greater potential to grow. Mm -hmm. um, and inverse would be true in, in a high rate environment. And uh, if we look back just uh, over the last 10 or 15 years, we saw, as I say, an interest rate environment was stable and low, and that favored growth companies whose earnings are far into the future, but were able to discount them back at that low interest rate. And that's what made uh, growth companies generally and uh, technology stocks in particular such stars over, uh, over the aughts. Um, these are another way to think about them is these are long dated assets. Um, and we contrast that with uh, equities whose returns from earnings, dividends and buybacks are nearer term uh, in nature. Hmm. But that era of low interest rates ended in 2022, as we all know, with the Fed fighting inflation uh, beginning uh, a year ago, March, with interest rate increases. Um, and that directly affected the value of these long duration assets, uh, stocks generally, but in particular growth stocks. Uh, higher interest rates uh, brought down both the valuation we would place on earnings for those stocks, uh, as well as on long term bonds. The current environment um, is one in which um, interest rates uh, are, are highly uncertain. There's a great deal of debate in markets about the direction and the magnitude of change in interest rates. So we've got much more instability 
as we try to calculate the value of assets with that again simple formula earnings uh, divided by a discount rate um, and the greater uncertainty over the last 15 months has been in interest rates and that's been the key driver of markets during this time oh absolutely there there's no doubt um, that interest rates are having a tremendous impact on the market. It, it seems from my perspective, and I'd love to hear what you think about this, Jeff, it seems that a lot of equity prices right now have it priced in that the interest rates will not go up any further, or if they do go up, it's only a slight increase. And there's even some equities out there that, from my perspective, it looks like there is an anticipation that the interest rate levels will start to drop in the next 12 months or so. Uh, shouldn't investors be a bit more cautious than, than to assume that we're done with these interest rate hikes? We at PPAC Private are concerned that investors are a little bit too complacent uh, about uh, the direction of interest rates. Uh, it looks like uh, when we have the Fed meeting next week, um, there's another rate increase. Um, and we don't know beyond that what the path will be. But I certainly agree with you that equity markets appear to be pricing in um, a stable uh, interest rate environment. Um, and to take that even further, the bond markets are pricing in a couple of interest rate cuts before the end of this year. Uh, and that's in notable contrast to the Fed's own prediction of interest rates, where they predict holding interest rates flat for the balance of the year. Oh, wow. I mean, it's, talk about not being cautious. I, I, I didn't even know that about the bond market right now, with what it's, how it's seeing interest rates. Um, you know, the, the big saying in the past year among investors has been, don't fight the Fed. Um, Jeff, what, in a nutshell, what, what, what exactly does that mean? And how does it relate to how investors should take a look at equities right now? Yeah, so don't fight the Fed is, is an old adage on Wall Street that essentially says that the Fed, Fed's policy tools are very powerful. So if the Fed is tilting policy in one direction, it doesn't make sense to have an investment strategy that doesn't take into account um, that Fed policy. So what does that mean um, in recent times? The Fed has been raising interest rates and it's been jawboning to tell us that it intends to continue to fight inflation um, and that uh, it has continuously said the job is not done yet. We've certainly seen the Fed begin to make progress against inflation. It is certainly down from peak levels a year ago, June. Uh, but having said that, it's also at levels that are still too high in absolute terms. So the Fed is correct. Its job is not finished yet. Um, and investors have consistently, repeatedly uh, been overly optimistic that the Fed would pause on interest rates. And we've seen a number of rallies over the last uh, nine months um, begin in earnest, but then fail as the Fed um, re, uh, restated its intent to fight inflation. Uh, we'll see what happens at the uh, Fed meeting next week, um, but I would expect the Fed to continue to reiterate its message that it intends to bring inflation down to acceptable levels. Um, and so uh, we would agree with uh, the point you're making that investors may be overly anticipating a cut in interest rates. We don't think we're there yet. Good point. When we return, we'll hear from Jeff about how investors should look at financial earnings reports 
and his advice for investors in 2023. But first, let me tell you how you can become a more informed investor through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter. Early Bird has commentary on the latest events and trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and crowdfunding. With Early Bird's daily weekday email, investors can quickly stay on top of the trends and beat the market. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, back to today's discussion. So, Jeff, today we're talking about what matters more for investors right now. Is it the earnings? Is it interest rates? And we've mentioned the upcoming uh, Fed meeting where we'll, we'll find out how much they might raise interest rates. But we're also in the middle of earnings season. Uh, the big banks have already done their earnings. And we're, we're right now dealing with a lot of tech companies um, who've just come out with earnings. Um, how should investors sort of look at earnings right now this season in the second quarter of 2023 while keeping interest rates in mind? Yeah, investors generally look at quarterly earnings reports with an eye towards what was the consensus estimate for earnings and what was the consensus estimate for revenues. Um, And stocks frequently move after they report based on the extent to which they met or exceeded those uh, those estimates or they fell short of them. Um, we think that's a little bit of a parlor game in the sense that um, managements tend to um, uh, try to manage investors' expectations of, uh, of earnings and revenues and frequently doing so by, uh, by lowering expectations and then um, successfully exceeding that lowered bar. So the history of, uh, of, uh, of, of quarterly uh, returns or, or estimates is, is, is that companies beat, beat consensus by a large margin. And we're seeing that so far uh, this go round as well. Uh, about 75% of companies that have reported to date uh, have exceeded uh, analyst estimates. We think though that uh, it makes more sense to look very carefully at profit margins. The reason why we think that's important is because profit margins will tell us the degree to which companies are successfully dealing with uh, with higher costs that they've experienced over the last year, whether that's higher costs from labor, from, uh, from energy costs, travel, transportation, and so on. Um, and for six quarters in a row, um, profit margins have come down. This would be the seventh if we uh, see that happen again. And it would suggest to us that companies are not able in general to raise prices enough to offset those higher costs. Another way of putting that is that inflation is really biting. So so uh, profit margins is one thing we'd have them pay attention to. The second thing I would say is forward guidance. So. Uh, when we talk about earnings, we're really talking about the past. It's backward looking. It's more important for us to get a sense from companies and, and to see how well they have a grip on what their future earnings will be. So when we heard from United Parcel, what we heard from them is that uh, they are seeing lower package volumes and therefore see earnings uh, at the low end of expectations uh, for the balance of the year. This would indicate to us uh, a slowdown in the economy 
um, but it would also um, help us be uh, have a better sense of how cautious we may need to be about what the balance of the year may be for companies like that that are sensitive to the economic cycle. So you're saying really it comes down to profit margins. Is that because of this particular uh, cycle that we're in and, and, and the economic uh, environment that we're in, especially with higher interest rates and inflation, that you're paying a bit more attention to profit margins? Or is that something you, we should always take a look at at earnings, regardless of the interest rates or the inflation or the economic picture? I think we always need to look at profit margins. It's an indication of how successfully companies are managing expenses and also how great the demand is for their products, particularly in companies that are highly or industries that are highly competitive. But I'd also say that uh, this is a, a point in time where it's of particularly great importance, and that is directly a function of the inflationary environment we've been in, because it gives us an indication of how successfully companies are combating uh, higher higher input costs and higher labor costs. Mm. And, and which are big factors today, um, no doubt about that. Um, as, as we look at it, at uh, earnings, is it also relevant to look at you know, some companies that have already announced, they've announced job cuts, and that that sort of goes back to your point, Jeff, about how um, companies are going to have to trim costs to maintain these profit margins, especially because they may not be able to raise prices anymore. Um, and then there's all, we've also seen more companies um, announce stock buybacks and, and, and dividend hikes. Is that also something we should be looking at right now, or is it still more price margins right now? I think the layoffs are an extremely important thing for us to look at. Uh, the narrative for this year has been, you know, uh, 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 the, the most uh, predicted recession in history, um, and yet we don't seem to have that coming yet. Um, and it's hard to envision a recession with unemployment at this incredibly low rate of three and a half percent. So the question is, how do you get recession uh, with, with such a strong labor market? And the answer is, if we do get there, um, and we're certainly seeing a slowdown in the economy, uh, we get there uh, by uh, by exactly as you say, by companies seeking to preserve profit margins by cutting expenses, and the, the most obvious expense cut is personnel. We saw at the start of this year a substantial number of, uh, of layoff announcements from companies in the tech sector. Um, better than 150,000 uh, layoff announcements across a wide swath of companies. Um, but more recently, we've been seeing non-tech companies make uh, make similar announcements about headcount reductions. We saw that from Disney. We saw that from 3M Company. So, um, so I, I think that uh, the direction of the economy and the ability of consumers to continue to spend and keep the economy on forward momentum um, is, uh, is going to be a function of the degree to which companies feel the need to get more aggressive about expense cuts. Absolutely. It's, it's definitely something we should look at. Um, Jeff, a lot of investors right now, they're, they're, like, I, like we've talked about before, there's a feeling that you know interest rate hikes will start to slow down and this is a good time to invest. Uh, I was wondering what kind of advice would you offer to retail investors right now? Um, uh, it sounds like you're a bit more cautious about earnings season than most other investors right now. Yeah, so um, at the start of this year, earnings estimates were... Um, uh, 
were, were slated to uh, go up about 5% for the year. And they did go up 5% last year. We had an interesting phenomenon last year where interest rates, again, were the biggest driver of the market. We had profit growth of 5% last year, but S&P 500 down 18%. So while we are cautious about um, earnings this year, which look to us like they could be down year over year uh, before rebounding in 2024, that doesn't necessarily mean that the market will be down. We've seen interest rates down this year from the start of this year to uh, to uh, the present, um, and that has driven some of the uh, improved uh, stock market return this year of the S and P five hundred up, uh, depending on which day you look, seven eight percent, and um, and uh, on the bond market up about two and a half percent. So we have a perfect inversion. Of, uh, of interest rates and uh, stock market direction last year to this year. So cautious on on uh, on the earnings outlook, um, but stocks may be, do better than um, the underlying economy this year. Well, hopefully stocks uh, perform well. well. We'll see. Jeff, uh, thank you so much for coming on the Early Bird podcast to discuss earnings or interest rates right now. And I really appreciate it. It was excellent insight. But before we wrap up the discussion, I just have one final question for you, Jeff, and it's the most important question for today's discussion. That question for you, Jeff, is if you were to enter a photo competition as a photographer, what would you take pictures of? Uh, um... So we're 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 off topic on investments, right? Yes. <laughs> I would uh, I would go to Africa and take pictures of wildlife. Oh, interesting. Good 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 choice. Thank you again to Jeff Fisher for sharing your insights on earnings and interest rates, and thank you to everyone for listening to today's discussion. We'll be back next week for another episode of Early Bird. Have a great day.